Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. I was scrolling through TikTok the other day and saw a speech that was done by Gary Brecka. Um, He explains uh, a number of different uh, concepts, and he explains how women have thought processes that unconsciously turn themselves against themselves, and he further explains that as pattern formatting. So, Uh, Pattern formatting is when a person does a certain action repetitively, as it would seem by its name. Uh, You have a particular reaction to this action that you've made, and then you store that information based on how it all plays out. Uh, And then you do it again, and then again, and then again. So pattern formatting, you do these actions you have a reaction, you store it in a certain way, and it just keeps happening in that way. It's like a an almost automatic reaction to how you go about life. Yeah. For example, when you take visual photographs of yourself, when you walk past a mirror or a reflective surface, I mean, we've all d- done it. You're walking, you know, the full mirrors on the street and, you know, you kind of give yourself the side glance and think, well, I'm putting on a few or, you know, all these kinds of things. So uh, women tend to do this more than men. So we'll be speaking more about women and their pattern formatting today. Men only take only 151 mental images of themselves per month. And here's a great big factoid for you. Women take 1,360,000 on average. A month. That's a crazy like difference in numbers. Um, and women don't just take mental photographs of themselves, but they also are like overcritical with super close up flaws. And even Gary in his speech explains like you have these concave, is it concave mirrors? The ones that are, that blow things up really close. Convex. I think. Convex. Okay. Anyway, whatever way it is, it makes it super close up. And he says, so it's not like women just take mental photographs of themselves they're looking at these crazy up close pictures of themselves to find you know the few clogged pores that nobody would even notice anyways but you're going to notice them because it's this up close in your face during the day you know this creates continuously recorded and stored images of your imperfections to come up in your mind you're constantly thinking of them all and how imperfect you are and uh by doing that, you're communicating a message to others. You know, do you think that you're being authentic with someone in an interaction of a conversation when you're thinking about your fat rolling over the top of your belt? Or, you know, that temple that you're sure that when they're talking to you, they're looking right yeah. at it. It's, it's taking away from the conversation and your ability to be authentic with someone else. Yeah. And all of these things do interrupt the pattern formatting frequency um, from working 
in your favor um, to working against you. So we're going to get a bit more into that uh, in a little bit and what the pattern formatting frequency, what we mean by that. So Gary goes on to speak as well about the law of attraction. Uh, and he uh, kind of explains it in a different way that I haven't seen um, presented before. He explains that in physics, there is a law called constructive interference. And so this is when two wavelengths of equal length meet and it doubles their frequency. So this would be um, indicative of like when you're having a conversation with someone um, it will produce energy. Uh, you can get energy from others um, or in obvious circumstances, you can also take energy from them or they can be taking energy from you. It's about the give and take, you know, the yin and yang. It's about both sides being equal. And he explains how um, when you have two wavelengths that are equal, it doubles their frequency. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about the law of attraction. I mean, I think I heard first of that term all oh, about 16 years ago. Before, yeah. Uh, my youngest daughter was born and uh, that's kind of when it came out and, and grew in popularity, but this is a different way of looking things like at things more of a science base with the, the wavelengths and that sort of thing. So there was actually a study uh, a research study done called the Spain scale of emotion, where they were able to measure the frequency of the human body with such accuracy that they could even tell the difference between someone experiencing joy versus anger or sorrow, sadness, stuff like that. And they found the most powerful frequency in the human body is actually um, authenticity. 4,000 times more powerful than the frequency of love. Now, when I first read that, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd have to look into that more myself. It's this dude talking about it. But he's a, what did you say when we started? Biologist? He's or? a biologist. He also explained that he used to be, I forget the title, but um, he explained in his, you know, past life, he um, was working to, He's a scientist, right? So he worked to with a bunch of other scientists to identify with people. He's that guy that keeps showing up on the internet that he can identify almost to the month of when people will live to because of all of these different factors uh, to do with their biology. So he explained that he has that background, but he's currently known as just a biologist. Yeah. Well, you know, in the work that I do, a love is the big one that everybody, you know, kind of, and, and purpose is uh, another big one that has a, a really big uh, frequency with it. But yeah, when I read that, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. But at the same time, I know, you know, when you're speaking with someone and they're telling you a story, if they're telling it firsthand, which would be the authenticity factor, it's so much more impactful than if they're repeating a secondhand story, right? Or also, you know, intent counts for a lot when you're uh, doing things in life. So I don't know, I'd have to look a little bit more into this um, to make my own decision, I guess. But I truly do see the the authenticity factor as, as uh, being a big power PowerPoint in this. I thought you were going to say seeing authenticity as authentic and I was going to go opening, but you missed that opportunity anyways. Um, but as you were talking, I was thinking too, just about how you're kind of conflicted on 
you know, wanting to look further into this, maybe it's presented in such a way that you can love someone, but how authentic is the love? Um, I don't know in what way it's being perceived, but um, regardless, uh, this indicates that words need truth, but that you also need to believe the words that are coming from your mouth Mm -hmm. because it Mm -hmm. creates this frequency, this vibration, right? Yeah. Yeah. So where does authenticity come from? Uh, It actually comes from gray matter in the brain. So to circle back with how we started the episode and how women have more brain cells than men, um, they do. It's proven. It's proven. He said it even. Um, That's kind of harsh when you say it that way. Yeah, but it's just, it's not no hard feelings. It's just, that's what uh, has been proven. But this also means that women have an increased capacity to process information. So gray matter is where authenticity uh, frequencies actually stem from. So women have more ability to impact their surroundings than men do. And again, that sounds aggressive, but when we're just talking scientifically, um, I mean, if you are, if authenticity is in the gray matter of the brain and women have more cells and gray matter, we can obviously output more or receive more. I don't know which way you want to look at it. Um, And maybe this is why women have an easier time at multitasking. I don't know. You take that as you will. (laughs) So this is where Gary introduces the concept of pattern forming and how we can truly influence things around us as well as our own well-being. Uh, You record and store all of your imperfections and then you think about your imperfections constantly and then you speak to others and this is going to send out a powerful, you know, uh, frequency of authenticity, right? Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are you supposed to be authentic if you don't, be- if you're saying, oh, every woman is beautiful in her own way, or every man is, you know, super great, whatever. And meanwhile, within yourself, you're like, I'm ugly as all heck. How is right. that authentic? Right. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, you know, when, yeah, I can see that because people, are like you know oh you you have natural beauty and you know everybody is beautiful in their own way but then meanwhile you're not feeling that yourself so it's kind of almost like that imposter syndrome episode that we did too it's kind of like this you feel not hypocritical but like it's it's almost like you're questioning your own integrity yeah we know what to say to everybody else but to follow it ourselves it's difficult eh? yeah so uh have you also ever heard of how women are quote-unquote more intuitive than men um gary actually believes this to be false uh he just sees it as i mean again he's a scientist so he sees it on a scientific level that women are just more sensitive to the frequency than men are. And this is how women often pick up on things much sooner than men. Um, I, think we're, of- I, I think we're biologically made for that too, because right, you know, we're always looking after someone else's needs, you know, whether it's a child or, a, and I can remember when you guys were little, um often in the middle of the night you know when you would wake I would wake 
about three to five minutes before you and I think oh, I woke up you know oh I need to sleep and then you guys would wait like it, it's like I get the pre-warning mm. and sometimes people experience that even with setting your alarm clock and you get it set for eight o'clock in the morning and you know at five minutes to eight or two minutes to eight you wake up before the alarm. that's kind of freaky but yeah I think women are yeah more tuned to to picking that stuff up for sure yeah, well, and that's kind of how he explains it, just that we're more, when I think of the word intuitive, um, and he says it's not intuition, but you're think I think in tune with surroundings. That's how I see it. So I don't know. It's just, I found what he was saying in regards to gray matter and how, you know, women do actually have more brain cells than men and how that interacts with our surroundings when there are frequencies and everything we say and do and how we pick up on things. I just found that super, super interesting. Hmm. So how do we start adjusting our habits to make positive change? So Gary actually just gave the suggestion and I've heard it said in many different forms, ways, you know, some people use sticky notes on their mirrors, whatever. Um, but he actually suggests to stand about six feet from the mirror every morning when you are done getting ready so that you can't see your clogged up pores, for example. So you're sitting back six feet. So from it's the like mirror. a filter. Right. <laughs> I mean, and I love how he also threw in the do it after you're done getting ready for the day. Cause I thought that was comical. Cause meanwhile, I'd be standing there, see them before. right. All the, uh, my hair's all sideways and, you know, I got my retainers in and whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought that was funny. He said that, but it's just, uh, it removes our visual of the imperfections because when you're this close to a mirror, you're going to see all of the, oh crap, I forgot to, you know, dust off the powder from my makeup or whatever it may be. Um, because his point is that we can see all of our flaws super easily. We live with ourselves. We have one vessel, one body. And meanwhile, everybody else walking around nine times out of 10 aren't going to notice those things. So um, he also says, while standing in front of the mirror, you should try saying things like you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're wealthy, you have a purpose. Positive affirmations is basically what he was getting at. Um, that's, and that's hard to do. I it is. I just want to say, and, you know, I've had a lot of people discuss with me, you know, oh, I feel so stupid saying that because I don't believe it and I don't feel it. And, and that's an example of fake it till you make it. I've heard that said time and time again, that, you know, it's going to be awkward to say it. It's going to be even more uh, of a stretch to believe it, but you have to kind of keep at it. And after a while, maybe you're going to start believing it and start thinking you're not so gross and or ogre <laughs> But it's not going to do any harm. And yes, right. um, I feel like it is fair to say that you might start to see the positives in yourself because maybe in the times of struggle of saying those out loud, looking at yourself in the mirror, you will pick up on the, well, I did do my makeup really well today or whatever. You might pick I, up on those few things. I find it's really interesting. I don't even know if it was National Geographic or 
some photo spread I was looking at one time and, you know, it had the indigenous woman and she was there and she was, you know, about this close to the camera. You could see every line and wrinkle and you could see her eyes. And if you just looked at it for a couple minutes, like you thought, wow, you know, she has lived life and look at her beauty. Like she wasn't by traditional standards, what we consider beautiful. I mean, she had all kinds of wrinkles. Her skin was leathery and mm. her eyes weren't, her whites weren't perfectly white and she didn't have mascara on or any makeup for that matter. But for a split second, like I was just in awe of her beauty, even though it's not what we're conditioned to see. As beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the main message is to understand that words and thoughts and images all have frequencies um, and they evidently matter um, no matter which way you want to look at it. Um, so you should try changing the way that you think about yourself. And like mom said, that is extremely difficult. Um, we say it here today and, you know, our authenticity, authenticity might be uh not so legit but we're we're all in the struggle bus together yeah yeah (laughs) so but you have the potential to change your life and I think everybody knows that without saying but um we hope that by introducing topics like these and different perspectives like Gary's because there's even some parts like mom mentioned that she's like oh I don't know or whatever um it's just to get you thinking about things from different angles and maybe spark something in you that you haven't thought about trying before. Right. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode and we will see you next week. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.